Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
of Podcast New Music Podcasts and uh, Phoebe and I are back. Hey! How are you? I'm good. It's been a mad two weeks, yeah. but I am great. <laughs> I think the two of us have fit in quite a lot over two weeks. Yes, you can um, certainly say that. <laughs> yes. Um, but we'll, uh, so we've got 10 tracks and um, they're a whole mixture from Scotland right through to, um, I, I, well, LA and, and further afield. Overjoy Women was the opener. So I think a great opener yeah. as a track. Yeah. From the minute that the music starts, I can just hear that the production is out of this world. It's one of those that you want to play the loudest possibly that you can through your speakers so that you can soak up every last little layer of the production. It's so, so good. And I also think it's a really versatile song. Like sometimes I hear a song and I'm like, right, I can listen to this whilst I'm driving or you know running or something but this I can see in every situation you could listen to it just before you go to sleep or you could listen to it out on the dance floor in a club or it fits into so many different styles no totally and I think that's represented in what what the tracks where they've been used as a, a band to to soundtrack people uh, to well to events uh, Paris Fashion Week as you do yeah um and I, I guess that they've I've never this is the first track that I've been introduced but they have been going since 2015 apparently oh, so it's good to know um, that there's a whole back catalogue to go and listen to if you're a fan yeah I was quite confused that on their Facebook it says they're from Peru but they're based in Los Angeles so I'm not sure if they've kind of moved over or what's happened um, but that is um, just like you say there's such a, a beautiful balance in the production and it is just smooth it's like melted chocolate. It's beautiful. It really is. Um, so, the next band, Shred, do you know them? Uh, I do now. Yeah. But, God, what a contrast in I comparison know. to Overjoy. This is a contrast, um, and this is Flight of Stairs. <laughs>
started with Flight of Stairs, and you can really, really tell that Bruce Rintel is on the production of that one, which is no bad thing. Everything that he touches makes the sound pack into every corner of the room. It's a good old slap in the face. It's totally Bruce, and it's banging. Yeah, he's. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a massive fan. There's been certain bands that he's worked with that I, he's really brought the best out in them. Yeah. Um, so Shredder, part of Fuzzkill Records. So Fuzzkill is run by Ross Kepi. I think I'm pronouncing it right. We're into that thing again when I might not be pronouncing things right. I, should, <laughs> I really should know how to pronounce his name. Um, but God, he is just still going um, and putting things out. But he's he's doing a lot of really good live shows. Um, they recently launched that single at um, Nice and Sleazy's. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's... Uh, uh, there are one of these bands that everyone's starting to get quite excited about. A little um, bit of attention heading yeah, in that direction. Totally. Um and it's it's well deserved. Yeah. So um very, very happy for them. Um we were just I was um just we were talking about uh festival lineups that are coming up. Um <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna put you on the spot. If you were, well, I'll start, you start oh, thinking about this. Oh no. <laughs> so, three bands that you would want to see on a headline bill. Um, and while you're thinking about that, we'll play Someone Forget Forgive. What a difficult question. Okay, let's go. Just pretend. Pretend. 
is someone with forget and forgive. And I really like the fact that it just swerves all normal conventions of music. There's no set verse chorus bridge structure. It's just going wherever it wants to go. And it's kind of melancholic, but not in a way that makes me want to hurl myself off a bridge. It's a little bit uplifting in some strange way it manages to thread it all together. She, I love that the vocal goes off on tangents and you um, think that, you know that way that you've opened a track and then you open another window and you've accidentally opened the same track and they overlap? But you, so for a split second, you think that that's happened, but it it just, it works so well. And um, I just, I think much like the opener, it's just this kind of um, velvet production and really, really beautiful. Um, So that came out on the 15th of November via Pierce in Holland. And um, there's, well, there's, she's, well, she's recording well she's actually playing live the day the day that we're recording this which is in Amsterdam but there's no kind of dates coming up but totally go and check that out yeah for sure so the question oh god festivals you go first okay right (laughs) so burial is one for me because um I just haven't seen him live and I just think that I would probably collapse with excitement um I see Radiohead I was going to say but I could I've seen them and I'm thinking of people that I really you know want to see in a festival atmosphere so I'm going to kind of defy convention and say um block party but the original lineup oh that's a good one doing silent alarm yeah and then I'm going to go for um, let's go for the Chemical Brothers. Oh, Helena, what a bloody brilliant lineup! So there, yeah, let's go for that. Okay, mine is so different, and also these people must be headlining different stages at this festival. It does not go together, but I felt like Bonobo was too predictable, so I went for Emancipator instead, who's along the same kind of lines, and just arguably even better because it's even more atmospheric and you can really paint pictures in your mind with the music that he makes and as much as I think it would be amazing to see him in an intimate venue actually to see how he would adapt his live show for a festival would be off the chain yeah um, another lady that I've not seen live FKA Twigs oh yeah oh, just her her live performances are incredible so I would really really like to see her yeah and maybe not known to as many people but Fat Freddy's Drop as well their reggae big massive band from New Zealand and the fact that I can listen to their songs which sometimes go on for seven or eight minutes or if they're playing live up to 15 minutes and don't get bored is for me remarkable because I've got the attention span of a goldfish when it comes to music (laughs) if I'm not into it at two minutes in then it's just not gonna Mm -hmm. happen they keep, keep taking you on a musical journey and they keep you so high and low and just all over it. It's, yeah, I would love to see them. That's a storming lineup. <laughs> so, anyone that's booking a festival, say, for example, in Scotland this summer, then please take note of these requests. One of them from, well, my block party won't come to light, but uh, the other two, you have been warned. Oh, and obviously, Phoebe's, all of Phoebe's lineup is possible. So, yeah, that would be great. There's people you can book that aren't from the 90s. <laughs> totally. Well, saying that, I've picked Chemical Brothers, but... Um, well, there's good people you yeah. can pick from the 90s. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not uh, not certain other bands. 
Um, anyway. So who's up next? We've got body parts. We'll take it to the top. If you haven't seen the video, which was uh, create, were directed by Kieran Lyons, um, it is unbelievable. It's one of the best videos of the year. I kind of feel like a unicorn has got lost in candy floss land and then exploded, and that's what the video is in the best possible way. It's incredible. The colours are unbelievable, but the um, apparently Jenny made the costumes. Really? Yeah. Oh, talented. Yeah. So um, yeah, so the makeup was Debbie. L Black and costumes Jenny Reeve but um, yeah so how much do you how much have you listened to Body Parts before? Not loads but enough to know yeah compared to some of their other stuff this probably isn't my favourite but it's still so good and that says so much about them yeah even though they've released a track that I don't think is as strong as the others it's still so brilliant we were saying that it reminds us of Destiny's Child yeah 
which is amazing that 90s R&B yeah if you leave um, that down over a different beat uh, yeah a wee 90s tune then I think it could stand up yeah and and the chorus is kind of you you do end up singing that f- uh, after the track is finished um but yeah they they kind of compare themselves well influences from the likes of Kate Bush and and so on but you can feel all that even Bjork you can yeah. you know it's it's all coming through um but I just think that they I've got a lot of respect for them as um perform well as artists because they do things on their own term and terms and they do them at their own pace and I just think that they've got such a kind of um they everything has to be a certain way even down to the live show it has to be perfection and I really think that that's such a good thing instead of just slapdash yeah for sure it's admirable to be able to examine every last little bit Yeah. yeah So the live dates, they've got 29th of November, Beat Generator in Dundee, 1st of December in Glasgow, Stereo, 2nd in Sneaky Peeps, and 5th of December at Servant Jazz Quarters in London. Plenty of opportunities to catch them, and I definitely recommend it. I've seen them before, and yeah. they are 10 out of 10 live. Next. Somebody who 
Farmer from Airplane Man, and I think that if you stuck him on a stage with churches, then it would just blow the place apart. Synth pop at its absolute finest. I love it. The only thing that I've got to comment on is I love the kind of gloomy section at the beginning, and I love when it all gets hyped up towards the end, but just that tiny little section where it gets happy, but before he starts singing... Nah, sounds like Owl City, Fireflies, not a fan. But that's just those five seconds. The rest that's is... That's a shit song. Isn't it? Isn't but it? But <laughs> I don't get that at all. Yeah. Which is, is so kind of... It's, it's so interesting. Um, I fucking love that song. Me too. I want to clarify that. But it's just that tiny section. But the rest of it, I can't stop singing it. That's the one that today yeah. I've been singing over and over and over again. It's... Uh, like a drive time song yeah. I think you know um, but yeah he's he's released he's been releasing singles but he's there's I, I'm assuming it's a he a they let's say they because you never know um, it might be a group or, or whatever um, so it's uh, it well it's said that they grew up playing in a band together so it is a they um, but it's the first time in a studio in 10 years Oof. So I wonder is it if someone we already know. know yeah. Yes, that's what I'm thinking because there seems to be obviously a lot of people that do that switch over to electronic. Have you heard of a band called All Twins? No. Um, oh wait, do they spell it with two, two V's? V's? Yes, I have. Yeah. So they're another example. Yeah. They've gone from like post rock to um, kind of electro, but uh, yeah, it's very mysterious. Don't know who they are, but uh, I have had that on repeat consistently eyeballing them to see what comes out next for sure um bbc sound of 2018 we were talking about yeah we were just discussing it there i mean it's not the worst it's ever been but it's also definitely not the best and you know surprise surprise there is one scottish act on it which i shouldn't whinge about too much because god it's better than other years but it's also like, we are a whole nation up here. We've got some bloody brilliant things going on. How can you not pay a wee bit more attention? So I guess the argument, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. So the argument would be about what level people have got to. Yes. So this is the issue. Now, Lewis has, is, it's, Lewis's music is, you know, I think he's a good musician. His voice is phenomenal. Yeah. He can sing. Yeah. It's just not the type of music that I'm into. It kind of goes down that James Arthur route, yeah. um, but obviously a lot better. Um, I guess that with artists like this, I think having worked in, like, I work in PR and I've worked with a label and you when you see the whole kind of 360, it's just, it's so tough. I just can't even comprehend. And for these um, artists to even, I suppose, get on the radar is pretty kind of crazy. It's huge. It is. And I guess it's what happens next, really. It's how hard you work. Um, I personally, this is going to be probably quite controversial, I think a lot of people don't work hard enough as musicians. I think they'd like to sit back and see what happens instead of just keeping going. Um... And I think people think that um, it's all about doing one or two things when you've got to do so much oh, to yeah. stand out now. Um, what's some of the mistakes that you think that 
bands or musicians or even DJs make when they're trying to get on? Sometimes I do think that actually there is a little, not not so much working too hard, but maybe showing too much. You know, we were just talking about Airplane Man there and the mystery is something that really hooks people in. If you were showing every minute detail of how many McDonald's you ate whilst you were on tour, then people start to lose interest after a little bit. You need to know that people are coming in because they're getting something fresh and exciting rather than something that's regurgitated just so you can kind of stay in touch, you know? Yeah. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't still be in the background working hard and doing all these things. It's just in this culture of oversharing, perhaps, that, you know, giving too much of yourself away is, is a real thing. I think also artists forget why they are on social media and it's because of the music yes they don't share enough about what is happening in as a profession exactly you know are you in the studio today what are you listening to everything like that rather than just like this is the clothes i'm wearing yeah yeah totally and it's i suppose that that's the difference i guess it's dependent on the audience as well i mean if you're going for an ed sheeran or a mainstream kind of approach as opposed to even um let's let's go for kind of underground diy punk bands there's still very much i was um talking to a few promoters about this and when it comes to glasgow's punk diy community and the old rock side of stuff they still go out flyering yeah they still have their zines and they still it's about gathering together as a community as opposed to doing it online yeah so i just I think it's about, I, I guess it depends on what you're doing. Well, for me, coming from like a reggae background, do you think that any of them have got social media? Not one person, and yet you go to a reggae dance, you go down to a dance hall, and it's rammed. Rant. It's absolute, you can't breathe, you can't move, it's yeah. sweaty, you know. And that there's nothing online, apart from, you know, this day and age, there's a Facebook event, but apart yeah. from that, you're looking for flyers, posters, stickers. You're not on whoever's DJing's Instagram account being like, oh, right, that's their tour date. Yeah. It's no chance. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's a social media is a blessing and a curse. And um, but I mean, obviously, back to BBC Sound, we will revisit this um, in January. Yeah, when they've got the shortlist. And uh, I wish Lewis a lot of luck, actually, because he obviously is flying the flag. No pressure for Scotland. (laughs) Um, But yeah, he's. I mean, you know. It's, it is amazing the audience he has built up. Oh, God, yeah. So. And, you know, for a guy... He's from Glasgow, isn't he? Yeah, I, I believe I think, so. I think so. For a guy from Glasgow to make it onto the sound of list, don't get me wrong, it's an absolutely incredible feat. I just yeah. feel that, you know, maybe we could even have a BBC Scotland sound of list because, actually... We are so ignored up here and there's so many people that deserve a platform. But oh. hey, we've got Podcart. Yeah, well, yeah. And Vic, Vic does his list, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, does. um, But I think there needs to be more focus on that. Yeah. And I think that that needs to be made a bigger deal. So if you're listening, BBC Scotland, because um, I know some of you do, then make sure that you kind of focus on that because it'd be really nice for people to aim for, for something, you know? And you know I am here for all BBC introducing exactly. needs. Phoebe is the person to speak to. Um, okay, so let's go across to Ireland. Um, this is Rosie Carney and uh, the very apt named Winter. Through leaves fall down a bit 
For fans of Billy Martin, who I can't believe that you've not heard, Alina, but now you've got something else to listen to. It's her voice is just so so stunning, and I saw that she has supported Benjamin Francis Lefwich, which definitely makes sense and is an amazing pairing. It's there's Ireland has always had such a, a kind of it's that kind of that Celtic sound that you can hear underneath. Um, Bellick's one Ian Archer. Um, these kind of 
those people as well that have, have come through. I was mentioning Maria Kelly, who's a new one as well, and well, she's kind of new. Um, I just can't believe that Rosie Carney's twenty. And that, we were saying this last time with Maddie, but pff, how can you be that talented at yeah. such a young age? Well, she's one of two on this podcast that's really young, and um, the I just think it's. Um, such an amazing uh, kind of legacy to to have going forward and just keep going please please (laughs) um but she's had uh she's had a few uh challenges with mental health um and I think that that's obviously music's kind of helped her during that period which is amazing um and I think it's the pressure of this of life now this is what I was going to ask you. So how old are you? I'm 24. Okay. So I now look at, because you're a bit younger than me, and I was talking to my mum about this, and I and my mum said, especially within music, she notices just the pressure now is, it terrifies her. And do you feel now that for your kind of age range and younger, do you feel it's getting harder? Oh God, yeah. Yeah. You know, even the fact that we were just saying there that some of the people that are putting out music are 19, 20, you know, I think that if you're a pop star or any kind of artist or band that's, you know, maybe in their late 20s or 30s, how can you not now, in the current climate, immediately think, oh fuck, I'm too old to do this? Yeah. How can you... How can you even not think that? Because yeah. everyone that we're seeing is a teenager whipping out this music. It's not It's not like it's a slow, steady, okay, we're going to learn slowly and make mistakes along the way. It's like, unless you're putting out incredible stuff at the age of 16, then people aren't interested. And that's so, so shit. But it's the shelf life as well. It's, it's, it's terrifying that you are I what kind of frustrates me a lot is that artists aren't given the chance to develop over time so much and or it's the timing they just get the timing that is wrong by a record company or whatever and that's it over I'm not a particular fan of the music of Lana Del Rey but she's got a song called Young and Beautiful, and the hook is, will you still love me when I'm no no longer young and beautiful? Now, many people think that that's about her physical appearance. I don't think so. I think that's about her music, because she knows that she's only got a set time in the music industry before they go, old, boring, out, next. Yeah. And it's just horrendous. And it's always women. Yeah, even if you do get famous at 16, which is now, you know, the prerequisite, then by the time that you get to 25, it's like, right, okay, you're over. Next yeah. one in. Yeah. And and it's images. Oh, we could go on and on and oh, on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. So coming... Oh, next is one another of your highlights on oh, this yes. podcast. Um, so Nils Beck. Love can be a heartless endeavor Doesn't matter that you try When the Why I love you. 
total affinity, a secret affinity for classical music and choir and chamber choir music and that just hit all the right notes pardon the pun for me. Once I got over the fact that it sounds like walking in the air from the snowman, I just totally fell in love with it it's just, his falsetto is so startling, it's so pure it's like if you're brushing your teeth and you've got a sensitive spot and you feel the nerve just go, like it feels like your whole body's going into that when you listen to the song. It's just, oh, love every minute of it. And it's so Scandinavian and oh, it's like yeah. a Christmas advert. Yeah. yeah, like literally you're flying over Glacier. Yeah. And that's it. And it's video. great. <laughs> um, yeah, well, that's his first video since, two, this first song rather, since 2016. Um, yeah, you. we've probably both got the same affinity for classical music then. Um, but it's DFA Records, who are infamous for a plethora of fantastic artists, so um, including people at Hot Chip. So oh, oh. it's uh, <laughs> kind of like, uh, yeah, so he's he, he has done um, a performance of Oh Holy Night. Oh, really? Uh, in Ooh. his native tongue. And he um, has just gone on to do fantastic things. Um, Oslo, Oslo Opera House, he played on the 19th of November. Mm. Um, so, and that was hosted by the Norwegian National Opera and Ballet. Oh, wow. I bet that was a special night. That would have been spectacular. Yeah. Yes, please. 
Um, okay, so we are coming back to Scotland. Um, Katie Buchan. I don't know how old she is now. I think she must be about 17 now. Um, and uh, this is her latest release uh, called Lucy.
best girl athlete and Lucy. Um, so Katie Buchan, she is roughly about 17. Um, I cannot explain how much I love that song. Um, I think just it... Uh, Katie does this thing whereby, I don't know if you know that, well, notice this, but in previous songs, I f- she really gets under my skin um, when she's singing. I really... In what, in what way? Just emotionally, I can hear something in there that makes me just overly emotional. Yeah. Um, and I just think that she... The, the I know that we're going to conflict here. I, the string arrangements on that I think are fantastic. It's the it's the the cor- the hook on the chorus. I just it just really pulls at my heartstrings, and I fucking love that song. Now I I do like it, but having listened to some of her other stuff, I agree with you that the emotion just totally like I could cry listening to that. And yeah. I could cry listening to all the other stuff as well, but. In this one, I just don't think she's using her voice to full potential. There's like tiny hints of it when she nearly gets there and then it's like she shies away from it. And I don't know, obviously you've got to have some contrasts in your music. You can't have every song making you want to weep and weep. But at the same time, when you know that all that potential's there, it's like, come on, just let it out, let it all go. And whereas usually I like a wee classical section just felt that that bit's a little bit too cheesy it just goes on for that little bit I too long. love it oh i i generally wouldn't i i could totally see what you mean like i can i know where you're coming from but i think she's on the right side that it doesn't feel too cheesy i wish i could say the same i feel really guilty no i, don't I like think it, it's but... good to kind of debate these things i just um, feel that she's really kind of matured and she's I don't know I just I just love that song I feel like it's 10 seconds too self-indulgent but apart from that <laughs> 10 out of 10 <laughs> sorry Katie um, <laughs> but yeah that is that's out now and um, she's for like come on she's how many years ahead of her she's got oh, and she's how can you be that good at that age, you know? What I know. will she be doing at 27, 37? Like, yes. bring it on. stick with it. Katie, don't drop off the radar. Um, okay, next we are going completely I'm off. I'm so excited. I'm so this is excited. probably my favourite track on the podcast this week. Um, this is Dancehall and uh, Vitamins.
just heard Vitamins by Dancehall and the recording of the guitar on that is so fresh. You can basically hear the plectrum hitting the strings. It's outstanding. And for a punk song, well, when I was reading the notes, I thought this sounds like something that I'm going to want to rip my ears off instead of listen to. <laughs> but actually, I just, I absolutely fucking love it. It is so good. I love the fact that Usually if with a punk song, even if I like it, two minutes in, I'm like, right, that's plenty. But this goes on for another minute after that, and I'm still like, give me more, need more, play it again. Yeah. They are, that is big, beautiful, bastarding joy for me. <laughs> I love it. I love that band. Uh, someone pick them up and please just make them... Make everyone listen to them because I think that they are just one of the best things to come out this year. Um, so I know them. It's uh, members from I See Dead People and Kill Canada. Um, so I know them because of United Fruit, um, because of them coming through. Come and play a show up here. I know that they've been looking to do stuff. But just, just come up, come and do something. There'll be um, two ladies down the front moshing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, it's fucking awesome, and I think you are wonderful. Um, so before we go into our last song, um, it's been a pretty uh, nasty time in music and film and everywhere for that matter. For sure. Um, with the uh, allegations coming out and um, and so on. So brand new, obviously, um, Pine Grove, the latest, um, and there's, a, there's, I don't know how many others. Yeah. Um, and of course, this is only the ones that we, we, we know. Yeah, well, it, you know, no doubt there's been quite a few cover-ups as well. Oh, God. So um, I guess that I just wanted to, to, to well, to talk about it briefly on, on here because... I guess you have a responsibility to people that are listening to you to support um, the victims. They come first and foremost. And, you know, and I guess I wanted to say, and I'm sure that you would want to say that we are in support of you if you have been affected in any way, shape or form by those, by anything that's happened. And on another note, if you are someone that has covered this up in any way, shape or form and you are supporting anyone that has done something like this and you know about it... Then you are as much to blame yeah. as the original perpetrator, yeah. without a shadow of doubt. And also anyone that's doing so should know that you will face just as harsh consequences as anyone that's done the physical act because it's completely abhorrent, such behaviour. Yeah, and everything comes out in the end. Um, so I guess that, um, just a note, um, that, you know, we, it's, I'm, you know, I'm just sorry to, to people that it's happened to. Music should be a joy and an escape and it shouldn't be the thing that you are trying to escape from. Yeah. And if you, it's just these people that are, they're in such a position. It's like you're, you're an idol to people and they've abused that power in order to do something so disgusting. Um, but yeah, like I say, it, it always comes out. International or local, it will always, yeah. the truth will rise. Yes. Um, so, moving away, um, we are coming up to our last track already. Ah! Holy crap. Um, so, the Little Kicks are from Aberdeen and um, they... <laughs> 
they've been away for a while um, and they've returned. Um, this So Bang the Drum, which is the next single, this is coming out on the 1st of December via Loosen Up Records. Um, did you ever play them when you were doing BBC kind of radio? or When I was doing my own kind of introducing style stuff when I was yeah. a bit younger, I played them a couple of times, but for me they were one of those bands that I recognised that a lot of people had a lot of love for them. Yeah, I wasn't necessarily one of those people, but I do understand why people are into it. Yeah. Indie's just not really my thing, but clearly these guys have got a lot of stead because they've supported Maximo Park, the Maccabees, White Lies... You know, they're huge names and I can see how they definitely fit that bill. I like that their guitars are all scuzzy fuzzy. I can see why it hits all the right notes. I just think that they are so well-rounded as a as an indie band and they have just got this kind of maturity and production values, I guess, that a lot of other bands just don't have that do are in the same stylistic field as them. Um, and they are... They just do what they do. They do very, very well. Yeah, that's undeniable. Um, so we are back in two weeks. Yay. If you want to send us your music, it's music at podcart.co. And um, is there anything that you want to tell the listeners, Phoebe? Well, not today. Okay. Just thanks for listening. No, thank you for listening. <laughs> and uh, we will uh, see you next time. And we will leave you with little kicks and bang the drum slowly. Shake, shake, shake on your